subscribe like comment and subscribe don't wait don't wait till the battle is over don't wait till the show is over do it right now like comment and subscribe i'm super excited today i have some amazing co-hosts all the way from atlanta and guess what they're not on skype but they are in the building they are my longtime college friends i have the garrett moats in the building in How the are flesh. you? In I'm the doing flesh. well. Are you blessed? I'm blessed. Are Highly blessed? favored. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Excited to be here. I know you're a little nervous. A little nervous. You, you still you still hang out with the saints. I still hang out with the Hallelujah. saints. The saints still employ you sometimes. Uh-huh, sometimes. So you're trying to still stay in the in the, in the good area. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, all right. One foot in both. Oh, not yeah. one foot in, one foot out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jesus. You can't be dumb. Uh, what is that? Unstable man is... We went to a Christian college. I don't even know the Bible. That's sad. Mm. <laughs> all right, we got Nehemiah Pace in the building. How yes, are you? I'm great, I'm great. How about yourself? I, you, I am blessed. Good, good. Yeah, I'm I, good. I'm good. I feel great. You it's feel great? great? Yeah. It's a great day. It's a great day. Great day to be Pray, alive. Uh, praise this God. This is the day the Lord has made. Oh God, y'all gonna be so <laughs> dumb on churchy. People trying get to on camera. People get on camera and try to be churchy, and they're not even that churchy. He's trying to meet his energy. But all right, y'all. We before y'all gotta tell people who you are. Mm-hmm. Let them know who you are. Um, and give them what is a misconception about Christian college? Because we all went to a Christian college. Mm-hmm. They did not sponsor this episode, so they are not going to be named. Um, I'm kidding. I mean, we can say the name, but I just always be like, why am I going to give somebody some camera time if they don't? If they're not sponsored, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, or supporting. I don't. I don't. I don't know if they. They might. I, let me just get into it. All right. What is <laughs> the common misconception about Christian colleges? And then tell people who you are, what you do. You know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. My name is Garrett Motes. We went to college together. Period. Um, you want me to talk about my job right now? Yeah, like or, who you okay. are, what do you do? Like, you know, give yeah, people, yeah, you know, yeah. who so are you? I am a music teacher. Period. Um, also part-time worship leader. Okay. Um, but mostly music teaching these days. Mm-hmm. And I like it, but, you know, I grew up doing the worship thing. That's how we met. Yep. Um, a common misconception about Christian college. I think people expect everyone to come in really hypersensitive to their spirituality and that's not the case for everybody yeah some people are coming in especially we went to some people are coming in to just play their sport and get the degree and get out and that was one of the things i was thankful for to have you know such a diverse group of people in one place to get to meet but yeah not everybody is coming in churchy yeah yeah i kind of like that i was churchy back then so i probably didn't like it back then but today if i did college all over again i would probably be very different yeah yeah, yeah, I feel that. Because I'm, yeah. Understood. Yeah, what you say? Yeah, my name's Nehemiah Pace. I am uh, from Tallapoosa, Georgia. Oh, you better say where you from? <laughs> An old Tallapusa. country city in Georgia. Like Come kids on. where they talk like kids right here. Um, and they cook good. And they cook good. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Went, when I came to your wedding, it was Correct. Yeah, some we, of the best food I ever had. We threw down at the wedding. Um, from Atlanta, not from Atlanta, excuse me, lives in Atlanta right now. Um, I work at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Cool, cool gig. Woo-hoo. Enjoy it. Um, work specifically with the Falcons. Period. Um, you, 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 I see you be trying to be play a humble. 
But that's what I do. Don't ask me for nothing though. Y'all looking at me? Don't don't ask me for nothing. DM him right now. I ain't there yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get there in due time. I'm gonna Ooh, get there in due season. Come on. If you faint not. Right. <laughs> if they don't get rid of me by then. Oh God. Right. No. I ain't gonna say that. The, um. But misconception about actually you hit it right on the head. I think a lot of people come in thinking that everybody is churchy, which is why I love that we all me excuse me me and Garrett worked in a college ministry at a Christian college. Some people think. Why do you need a college ministry at a Christian college? Well, it's because not everybody is churchy, like you said. Not everybody is, uh, you know, been going to church since they were two yeah. years old. And some people are new to the faith. Some people are just was curious and they wanted to, you know, come to a Christian college. Yeah. Some people just came for their sport. And right. it's a good opportunity to introduce, you know, what we believe to, to people who are new to it or trying to help people foster what they already have. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would say. I remember when I met you guys and I met you guys like at that college ministry thing, they had like a thing called like the big damn mm -hmm. kickoff. Kick kick right. And I just could not believe that a church was calling something a damn. Yeah. And it was like y'all playing on the words of cuss words. But I think when I came to that school, um, I was very churchy. I grew up very religious. And so I think uh, I, I always tell the person, I, I tell Natalie, uh, she was the lady who was like in charge of like the feast ministry uh, when I was there. I tell her, like, she taught me how to have a personal relationship with Jesus, mm -hmm. that it wasn't just heaven or hell, right. mm -hmm. because, like, that was all I knew, and it's all I was taught, really, like, oh, you know, you got to live right to go to heaven, but, like, it's so much more to having a relationship with God, right. and even if you listen to this podcast and you don't have a relationship with God, please do not feel pressure. Like, I'm not like that. Not like, I believe means. Jesus is for everybody, but, like... It's your own relationship. I'm not judging you. You got to do you. Absolutely. But y'all, before we get into the episode, I got to thank the people who helped me do this episode. I got to thank my sponsors. I want to thank CrossFit Social City. They're an amazing CrossFit gym all the way in the Spring Valley area. Omar and Abby are an amazing couple. They have amazing classes, an amazing schedule there. You got to check out that gym. If you want that strength training, that CrossFit body like Omar and Abby, go to CrossFit Social City today. And you might find me there on the weekends because, you know, I got to get this body right. All right. I want to thank Dirt and Glitter Montana. Oh, my gosh. She is one of the best photographers ever. Sharice is amazing. Book with her today. She does family photo shoots. She does all different type of photo shoots. She comes to Vegas a lot. So when she is in Vegas, you need to book with her. You can reach her at 406-691-0347. And you can also go to Instagram and just type in Dirt and Glitter Montana and she will be right there. I want to thank 103 Yoga. They are an esteemed yoga studio, not only offering yoga classes, but they have hit classes. They have boot camps. They have all types of classes that you need to get to 103 yoga is also in the spring valley area and it's a gym that's popping you know you need those hot classes to get that body right and i also got to thank avila image oh my gosh he has been in the studio taking a lot of pictures of us and it's just been going down i want you to follow and support avila image on instagram at avila image for all your image photography and film needs he is the bomb.com i'm just so grateful for all y'all but guess what this podcast costs money so guess what there are three ways to give I got Venmo, I got Cash App, and I got PayPal. Help a brother out. It's not free. You can send $5 or you can send $500. Uh, God knows the amount and every seed has a harvest. So help your boy out. Thank you so much. Let's get back into the episode. My topic today is to aim to explore the complexities of friendships evolving over time, especially in the context of life changes such as marriage and re relocation. 
I want to encourage my guests to share stories, insights, and advice about building trust, adapting to change, and nurturing hope and friendships. Um, our friendship has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Just from college to now, um, I honestly feel like I'm not the same person that you guys met in college. And I think a lot of times, especially with guys, uh, it's kind of hard to communicate like, man, like a friendship has changed. Mm -hmm. And what are some indicators that you know like a friendship is changing? What what have been some things for you to know like, okay, it's, it's looking a little different and it feels different? Yeah, I would say... Uh, our relationship is an example, and yeah. you can speak more into it as well. But, you know, when we first met, we're both single, hanging out, doing what, you know, just hanging out as friends and stuff. But as, you know, me, I got married, and obviously my time goes more to my wife now. Period. Just, what kind yeah. of time are you trying to give her? All the time that she needs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, now she um, make you make you say, "Oh my God!" <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, does she sir. make you speak in tongues? Yes, she does. And you don't even you don't even have to, you don't I even have an interpreter. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Ain't gonna do it. <laughs> Not on here. <laughs> but with our relationship, um, yeah, I got married, so obviously I can't dedicate as much time to even like just hanging out or being yep. on the phone or and things like that. And I think you actually were uh, one of the ones who just kind of brought up the conversation about how it's changing how, you know, still nothing's going to change, although things are changing. Um, at least nothing's going to change with the depth of our relationship, yeah. although that uh, the status of my relationship changes. Um, and I think you have done a great job, and it's actually inspired me to do this with my other friendships, um, is to keep up. Just I mean, you just yeah. are really good at keeping up with us, following up, just randomly calling, and that has sparked me to do that with my other friendships. That yeah. You know, with my other friends who are married, you know, like, even like Garrett mm -hmm. and um, some of my other college friends are, are married right now. I just try to every now and then shoot a text and or shoot a call or plan something, put something yeah. on the calendar. So um, it does change um, and changes. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just change. And yeah. And when you're I feel like when you're real friends, you you make necessary changes to keep the relationship. Yeah. 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 I want to pick you up before your answer. Do you ever feel like, because I think sometimes people feel like their friends are jealous or like, you know, like when things change, like, oh, they hating on me. Do you, have you ever felt that way? Not talking about from me, but like from other people, like because it's changed, mm -hmm. do they make you feel like, do you feel like, oh, they hating on me or like, what, like, what do you be feeling? Have yeah, you yeah. ever felt like that? No, I don't think I've ever felt like that. Um, no, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever felt like that. I, I'm also a, a very, not to say other people aren't positive <laughs> thinkers, but I'm a benefit of the doubt person. Yes, so it's like that is true. That's your if, thing. If yeah, so if if something is not going the way I expected, then I immediately give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. If I call Garrett and or Renaud and they don't answer, he might be. You don't assume it. the worst. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. assume the worst. If I call you and you don't answer, I'm like, oh, maybe he's doing something with his wife, or maybe exactly. I, I don't assume. You know. So yeah, so um, naturally, I, I that is my thought pattern. So I would say that that hasn't been my experience. No. Yeah. Joe, what about you? Yeah, I think one thing I've been figuring out lately that I'm trying to be better about, but it's still hard for me. I live really presently in the moment yes. in the area that I'm at yep. with the people that I'm with. Yeah. So whoever that was in college, I was 100% in it then. Same thing, you know, now. But now friends have moved away, and it's you can't just be with them 
in person all the time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you have to be more intentional about reaching out and communicating, you know, over the phone, FaceTime, whatever it is. And I don't always do a good job of that. I'm, I tend to, you know, to try to follow up with the people that are in my area. Yeah. And so I'm trying to remember um, now to just make sure that I'm checking up with people, even if, you know, like you, we yeah. don't live in the same area, not the same time zone anymore. And it's easy for me to sometimes just see you whenever we see each yeah. other at weddings or whatever else it is. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to be more conscious of putting in intentional effort to keep up with people. And I don't I don't always do a good job of that. Yeah, I think something. Yeah, what do you say? I'm sorry. I was going to say, that's the biggest evolution, I think, for me. Yeah. That I'm noticing. Yeah. That friendships, the space changes a lot of things. Yeah. But I think in that space, I don't know, I always say, like, you have to fill in that gap with, like, trust and love. Mm. Because I feel like if you fill that with gap, that gap of, like, okay, we don't talk all the time, mm-hmm. it's like nothing ever changes. Yeah. But I don't know. We live in such a world nowadays where I feel like people feel, like, if I'm on social media and I don't respond to you, I don't text you back, mm. it's like some type of beef. Do mm. y'all relate to that? Have you ever? I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think I'm, especially getting older, I just care less about communication that way. Like, you know, people send me something like a meme or something like that, and I won't respond for three or four days. It's not because I don't value the friendship. It's just that I would rather communicate in ways that are more um, intentional, I guess. But what, but, if your is... friend, but what if your friend communicates that way? Like, what that's if, a good point. That's like, a good point. just because you like, because, like, the whole point of a relationship is meeting somebody else's needs. Yeah, where they're at. Yeah, and, like, you're, like, taking turns meeting each other's needs in a friendship, in a dating relationship. Like, I mean, that's just my yeah. I think I'm just getting more skeptical of social media in general, too, so that probably Why are you skeptical? Can it. we talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about Why it. Why are you skeptical of social media? I just think that it probably does more harm than good, and I'm just starting to... Not harming care good, as much about harming it. Harming good for you? Um, More harm? Yeah, maybe maybe for me. I, I think for, yeah, yeah. For people that have friendships that are solely on social media, I think that's different than having friendships that are built also in person or yes. in, you know, communication outside of that. But I think that you have your social media. I mean, you know, wouldn't you say like you have your social media friends, yeah. and then you have your real like. I don't know. There's some friends that like we are great social media friends. Like, but then what were you gonna say? Your social media friends, and then your my other friends. your real friends. No, you said real friends. <laughs> no, but yeah. no, I don't think. I, I, I for me, I live a life where I have in my head, I have like a top seven, mm-hmm. and my, I know who my top seven are. And so those are my people. Those are my core people. Those are the people I trust. And a lot of times, you know, the top seven, you know, I have a top five that stays the same. And then sometimes one or two people kind of come in and come out. You know, I leave a little space for, you know, one or two people. And so I don't really, everybody's at the same playing field to me. Unless you're my core person. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't mind having social media friends. And I don't Mm -hmm. mind having friends that I do life with. I don't, I think. Every person is so individual that every person brings something new. Brings something new. Yeah. And because I'm always evolving and I'm always changing, I know that my relationships will always be changing at that same rate. Mm-hmm. Well, and for you, people gravitate towards you, I think, differently than most people because you're, you've got a personality that's really inviting. People want to be your friend, and so you probably have to protect your close. <laughs> Yeah. Close friends a little bit more than most people. I think I I 
tend to invest more into those close friends rather than trying to meet new friends. Sometimes yeah. at my peril. Yeah. Sometimes that's not a good thing. I mean, we had a friend in, in uh, college when me and Neo went to this master's program who said, and I got so mad in, 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 in it. He said, uh, I would rather have four, I would rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies mm -hmm. and like meeting people. Right. And back then I didn't get it because mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, everybody, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I just love right. everybody. But like now I do get to the point where it's like, Oh, like, no, I want my four quarters right. and I don't mind my hundred pennies. But I need, but four. I need yeah. my four quarters, and I need, and a part of me needs the hundred pennies because it keeps me just aware. Mm -hmm. It makes me, if I have so many different type of friends, it makes me compassionate. It makes me understand the world on a higher level. Correct, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, and even Neil, I think we, I've never talked about this on the podcast, but there was one time I remember when Neil got married, right? And we, we went from, before you got married, you had, we were in college together, right. talked all the time mm -hmm. and all this. And I remember going to counseling and I went to Janine and I was like, I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm Nehemiah's friend anymore. Mm. And I was like, I'm at a point where like, I don't know like, if he's my homie. And I was like, I don't really care. Like, it's just going to be what it is. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need him in my <laughs> life. And then Janine was like, have you said anything? Mm. Have you talked about it? Because it wasn't that like I was unhappy for you getting married. I wasn't jealous. I wasn't. But it was like I knew something was different in my friendship. The person that I talked to, and I think it was just a, a lot from a lot was going on. I was trying to figure out a lot, yeah. and it was like, man, all of a sudden, like I lost my best friend. Right. And it was like this is weird. Like this is somebody that I really confide in, and I think I texted you and I was like, hey, like man, I really need you in my life. Yeah. And I think a lot of times in friendships. It's that communication. It is. You want to speak into that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It is communication. Because it's funny that you say that because even today I said, don't try to read my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if there's something that you feel towards me, whether it's good, bad, ugly, sad, great, uh, I like to, I like for you to come to me and ask me how I feel about it rather than to uh, make up a story. Yep. And, and, and feed into the narrative and create a false narrative in your own head that puts us against each other. Yeah. Because um, I will whoop your ass. Ooh. Hello. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. I guess we got to get the gloves. Because I, cause I ain't, I ain't backing down. Garrett, who do you think will win? Ronald, I think you got it. I think you got it. See, I'll sleep on you. I'll sleep on you. See, I watch UFC. I'm, uh, I'm I don't watch UFC, but I know J-E-S-U-S. -S. Yeah. Oh, really? And greater is he that's in me. And you look, I ain't got a piece yet. What piece of what? <laughs> this hammer? This metal? I've had metal before inside of me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we just we just switched gears yeah. right there. We just. We're all, but I don't want your metal. Thank I don't you. Want, uh, shut up! Uh, I want to make that clear. Only, oh yes. Amen. And I, that's another thing. You can be friends with people. I think a lot of times straight people feel like they can't be friends with gay people. Okay. Why? Why you, do you think that? I think that sometimes people think that like you want you, it just be weird. No, yeah. Let me say mm -hmm. this. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel that too. And I and it, this this goes to a lot of straight men. Every gay man, every gay man that look at you don't want you. Exactly. So please, please stop. It, yeah. it comes off as like you're not that yeah. fine. Like you're not that. Yeah. Like yeah. Like you, there's there's plenty of men out here. So just because that gay man is comfortable being around you, that don't mean he's trying to push up on you. Yeah. Right. Every girl you meet ain't trying to push up on you. So right. please relax. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? 
Um, might think they are. You might think they are. <laughs> oh. And I'm happy to debunk all those yeah. lies you got in your head. Do girls be trying to push up on y'all? Y'all are married men. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. Me and the, the ladies know what's going on. Yeah. They, no, I, I feel like when, when women see a ring, they want the, they want you more. Right, but I, 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 I happily and gladly talk about my wife. Amen. I'm and glad you did. Gotta <laughs> let them know. Gotta yeah. let them know. Garrett <laughs> is just being good right now. now I wanted, I wanted to ask you nothing. something don't earlier, though, when you were talking about going to see your counselor yeah. about, was that because he was getting married? Was no, it was why? after. It was after. And it, it was changed. like months after. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I feel like I lost my friend. But that was because he got married. It, it it's. I didn't think it was married at first. Okay. But then the more I talked about it, like my counselor unpacked, she was like, what has changed? Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, he got married. And she was like, you know, when people get married, like your relationship is going to change. Yeah. And then she even brought up like I have friends who have who have had babies Oh yeah. and how my relationship has changed with them. I think about when I first moved here, Ivan and Maddie, those are my ride or dies. Right. Mm -hmm. But Ivan and Maddie, uh, they have had babies together. Ivan already had a baby before right. they got, you know, got they got married mm -hmm. and he's a little bit older. So, you know, it's, you have a little bit more time and space to hang out with people. Correct. But when you start to have little babies all over again, it's different. It's different. Mm -hmm. But as a single person, and I think single people need to hear this. Yes. You don't. It, the relationship is going to change, but it's not you. And if nobody's mad at you, nobody's upset with you, it's just that they have a different focus now. Yes. They cannot be a present friend at that same level mm -hmm. when you have a toddler or uh -huh. when you are even trying to develop a new marriage. Like, That's true. That takes a lot of work. Yeah. Two people coming together, two people raising a child, it takes a lot of work. But when you are single, it feels like almost an attack mm. because it's like, man, I lost my person. Like, selfishly, I lost my people it's like dang like right. where you at where we you used to at? hang yeah. out and now it also feels like sometimes as the single person i have to go out my way mm. to be like hey like how are you but it's okay but sometimes in friendships i don't know if friendships are ever equal Ooh, yeah. in a real friendship it's and they say that about yeah. marriages too like in different levels of the marriage um it's not always 50 50 they yeah. say yeah. that they it say might be 80 20 today Correct. And tomorrow, and tomorrow yeah. it might be the other. And same with friendships. I don't. And I'm yeah. thankful that you you were persistent, because that made me. I don't know. That just made me accountable to be able to. Okay, let me. It made me want to put in the effort that you were putting in. Yeah. And then it, it translated to my other relationships. Okay, let me put in the effort. Make sure I'm putting my best foot forward for my friendships, because you know all my friends. And if Ronald's my friendship with Ronald changed, definitely, surely the rest of them changed as well. Yeah. Um, and so that just makes me want to put in a little more effort to make sure that those states sustained yeah. and the last thing i was going to say about this is yeah you were saying how it changed because of marriage i think when you're real friends um you know you figure it out yeah you know it might be a season where it's not that much talking or it's not that much going back and or forth or even some beef some seasons you yeah. could be some beef right you know because I, you know I, when I, I was i was beefing with our friends for a long yeah, time yeah 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 you know i was beefing with one of our friends you know najari I'll say a thing. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We, me and Jerry went through something that was crazy. And for years, I held on to that. Yeah. But guess what? In my darkest times, that man was there for me mm -hmm. from afar. And I felt his support. And that made me realize, like, well, no, what are you holding on to? Mm -hmm. 
But I think also friends have to be willing to give friends the grace. Yes. Like, we don't talk that's, about that's that. That's Because yeah. sometimes I'm just a dumbass. Like, sometimes you I'm just it. in my feelings. Yeah. And my feelings are stupid because my feelings, I feel them and they're real. But, like, they're not facts. They're my not feelings indicators are not, of truth. They're not, they're not truth. Yeah, they're just feelings. Correct. But, like, because he was willing to be like, okay, Raynaud, you know, like, man, Raynaud's going through his own thing. It's really, he'll come around. I came around. And then, like, it's like nothing's ever changed. Right, we're good. We back yeah. on track. Yeah. Like, why hold on to stuff? Right. And that's and he's a great he's a great example of how friends change. So then he got married, right? Yep. And now he has a child. Yep. And so I actually have felt sometimes that that change that yeah. like you was talking about. Like I, he just can't come out randomly mm-hmm. with the guys anymore. You know, he got he got a baby to feed, you know. He can't just got randomly He got other priorities and that's, that's fine. It's just a matter of, you know, us me understanding that mm-hmm. and accepting that and I do. And now rediscovering what friendship looks like going forward yeah. in this in this new form. It's always evolving. Yeah. Right. I don't think it always has to be something as big as marriage or kids to do that either. I think we look back on nostalgia in our relationship sometimes. Yeah. And then get mad that the friendship isn't how it was at that stage of life. But we were in college. Yes. We had nothing to do Things all day. Things are different. Things are different. Like we saw yeah. each other in the building. Literally. Like yeah. it, we no had bills. so much. Yeah. No so wives. much free time. So much. No car, no. Sometimes people have a hard time with growth in those friendships. And so. Yes. Because when I, I have a job it. all day, yeah. I don't know if I want to come home and talk on the phone. <laughs> when I have had to deal with everybody Absolutely. all day. And I like where I work. You know, I do. I like where I work at now. Um, right. My previous job was a disaster. Okay. It was not for. It was just wasn't for me. Wasn't I was. I was at a call center. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at a call center, the phone never stops ringing. Mm-hmm. I'm not Jesus. I, I put the main line down. Do not call me. Do not answer. Do not disturb. Hallelujah. So Amen. a call center is just not for me. But everybody who's doing a call center, I just want to take out this moment and just I say I'm thankful for you working that job. But many are called and few are chosen. Hallelujah. <laughs> and it's not for me. But, but when you get off that job, what's the last thing you want to do? I don't want to talk to exactly. somebody. Exactly. Especially if I'm not really messing with them. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying to figure out where our friendship is. I'm, I'm tired. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out the problems all day. It's another day. Right. You know, another day, another dollar. Right. And then I had a part-time, you know, Jesus, God, thank you for freeing me. <laughs> all right. This is another big thing in friendships. I think trust is so important. Okay. And how does trust evolve over time? Because I think when relationship changes, it's kind of hard to manage or know where that trust stands you know like earlier we're talking about this Mm -hmm. we're talking about how if i tell you something you may tell your spouse right Mm -hmm. maybe you know what i mean and so it's like how is trust managed in a friendship now that somebody else is involved in that friendship Hmm. and also i have to respect and say you know i like both of you guys as wives but say i didn't like i have to respect (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like mm-hmm. somewhat like your wife gets a new friend too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even I mean I knew both your wives in college Luckily, and I liked yeah. both of them. Yeah, yeah, they are a good time. Friends. They're great women, beautiful, smart, intelligence, all that, all that, all that, all that and more. Okay. And if y'all ever mess it up, y'all will be dumb Never. as hell because Never. I don't I know do. if y'all can find something better. <laughs> <laughs> really I can't. <laughs> it is definitely yeah. unequally yoked. Yeah. <laughs> they are the prize and y'all are the you know. Yes. The, we're blessed. Blessed. Yes. Amen. We're blessed. Yes, Prize. Yes, yes. Blessed. You know, but you guys are you level up together. Yeah, you know, correct. they bring you up. Correct. Y'all bring them up. I'm kidding. We've been brought Y'all up. are great, great men. Still so I up. think, just to your question, I think one of the issues a lot of people, or one of the misconceptions people have about marriage, is that when you come together in a marriage, 
I mean, there's the whole like the two become one thing, uh-huh. which is true. But you still got to be an individual person with your own individual friendships yep. and relationships. And, you know, that looks different when you're married. But I think there's still some things that I I wouldn't betray a friendship over, you know, necessarily even telling my wife. Okay. Because I think that that's your information. And if you wanted her to know, you can let her know. And sometimes even Neo will tell me, you know, I don't, I don't mind if you tell Natalie this. Yeah. Sometimes they'll say, you know, I, I really just rather keep this between the two of us. Yeah. And I think it's on. What are you telling him, Neil, that you're not telling me? You know. It's the, sa- it's the same stuff, I'm sure. I'm hoping so. <laughs> it is. But it's just a matter of if somebody if somebody says that, you got to you gotta respect the friendship. Because we have the, the black man alliance before Neil. I mean, before Garrett's Sorry, involved. Garrett. Yeah, that's fair enough. It is, you know. it is what it is. It just is, is what are you it okay is. With that? I'm okay with that. I'm okay right. with that. Um, I'm kidding, guys. Yeah, yeah. I will say, yeah. So when, when, you, when you first opened up. I mean, not first. When you were more opening up about your journey, yeah. about who you are, mm-hmm. um, and, and was more comfortable, you know, telling your close friends, I didn't immediately tell my wife, um, just because I wasn't sure where you were, and I probably should have asked, like, how do you feel about, yeah, like, where are you at with other people knowing this? I probably should have just done that instead of, but I, I to say to, to play it safe, I just kept it to myself, yep, until a point where. I think we actually did talk about how yeah. comfortable you were about other people knowing, and then that's when I let that go. And that's not to say I don't tell my wife things, but it's again, it's mm-hmm. that's Ronaldo's my individual relationship. Yes, um, and I want to respect the things that he has to tell me in confidence, and and vice versa. So yeah, I, I was just, I just wanted to share that example. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of people. I feel like if I was doing life with people, they probably already knew. I remember when I remember that night that I was talking to Rebecca about it and she was like, oh, yeah, like, the like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, she was just like, I already like, this is not really new information. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> like, I have, I have evidence now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I just think trust is a hard thing. I think even as a single person, I, you know, today, <laughs> me and Garrett were going back and forth and somebody had, had told me something that I didn't think was a big deal and I confided into another friend about it. And, I think as a single person, it's like I don't have my I don't have a spouse to go home and say this, this, this right. too. But I do have friends that I might be like, okay, I'm gonna tell them this. Just because you know, I don't know. I think when somebody tells you something, it's like let's keep it real. Like, do we always keep it to ourselves? Not everybody. Yeah. No, that's not true. Yeah, that's whenever not, you yeah, confide yeah. in somebody, at least when I know when I know I'm talking to Gary, at least I know it's just going as far as his wife, Natalie. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and if I think it's going to go too far that way, I just won't say nothing. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. If you feel like it's going to yeah. go too far. Um, but, yeah, for, yeah. Yeah, there's levels to trust, right? Yeah. So you you got to know who you can tell and who you can't and how far that's going to go. Because I have some friends that I don't trust past, past, past the sky. Yeah. Sheesh. I don't. I don't. They can't hold water. Can't hold water. They couldn't hold. I, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if it was in their lap, it would still fl- slip off. Hallelujah. But mm-hmm. sometimes people are, are, are wet in the lap for different reasons. Hello. Mighty God. Mighty, <laughs> mighty, mighty, God. mighty, mighty God. What the are, some, you, what are some, you know, we've been friends for a minute. What are some moments that you feel have been like defining moments for our friendship? Um, I'll say when we were in Arizona and we spent a lot of time with each other and uh, we were two of the few um, brothers, black men uh, yeah. in our program. And that, that that just allowed us, and we were from point, so that allowed us to kind of gravitate toward each other, yep. confide in each other more. And in that, we also had uh, we had disagreements, and we had 
confrontations. Yeah. And uh, and that I think that helped strengthen our relationship. So I would say that that was definitely a defining moment. I think we were already getting close to there. Yeah. Um, but I think without Arizona, I'm not sure how. It would it just wouldn't be at the level that it is now. Yeah. Like our trust wouldn't be at at, at where it is now. It yeah. Still probably take a few years to get where we are now. Um, so I would say for me and you, that was our defining moment. Yeah. We were yeah. just able to have disagreements, able to agree, able to love each other, able to be frustrated at each other, but still work through it. And I like that because I do. It it, it like it turned into a, a family member. Yeah. Because I do the same with my brothers. Yeah. yeah. I, you, everybody does the same with their 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 parents. Yeah. You fight with them. You get over it eventually, and you're good. And you might not ever agree with them, but you're right. like, that's yeah. my family. But that's, hey, that's just that's how they my are. bro. That's, that's my. Right. It is what it is. So that's where we are now. I feel. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I would just say the the lunch where you told me about your sexuality. <laughs> yes. And uh, shout out to Pokies. But hey, I just I I remember that being something that you for the first time were really really serious about. You know, you have a pretty joking personality, and that one was like. This is serious, like and I need you to. I need you to take it seriously, exactly. And, and no, I hope I, yeah, yeah. I hope I passed the test. I think it was did. a little bit of a test. The it test was a test, test because yeah. I knew back in the day when they were in a, in a, they were leaders in a college ministry, and I knew um, because I know ministry mm-hmm. that you have to communicate what you did all week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I knew that there was a chance that if you communicated what was said at that lunch, then my life could look different on that right. campus, right. And I was like, Garrett, if you tell somebody this, I'm, we will not be cool. Like, I don't fuck with you. I don't right. like you. I don't, I don't know you. Um, but for me, I think both of you guys have been like very uh, – I have an individual uh, gratitude and appreciation for both of you. Um, me, I'm going to get into a song later with Garrett. It's going to be great. Um, but just even like my life, meeting Garrett, I was um, coming from like black church. All I knew was Pentecostal singing and – like I just that's really all I knew was like black church singing. And I remember meeting Garrett and Garrett kind of to be like, man, like I could really help you on some stuff. Like I could, you know, man, if you just want to learn from me like this, this, this. And I remember thinking like, what is this little white boy going to teach me? <laughs> Did I say that? I hope I didn't say that. You didn't that. say it like that. Okay, but you were just like, you were like, man, I can really see you getting on. Like I can yeah. really help you. Because like I had shared like I wanted to be a worship mm-hmm. leader. Like that was my dream. And I remember being like, man, I could put you on. Like I can really. Like, I can help you get right, there. Like, basically, right. you're just like, I can help you get there. Yeah. You weren't like, I'm this smart guy. You're super humble, so you wouldn't act like that. Right. And I remember, like, what can this white guy teach me? Like, Fair I enough. am a Pentecostal singer, and, you know, I was like, what? He not, he's not singing up and down like that. I mean, he got, a little, got, like that. He got a little anointing, but he's not, like, wrecking the people. No, I don't got the vocals I, but like he that. Was, but, I mean, he had what he, he was a great worship leader. Like, you cannot take that. And I always tell people, like, it's not about a vocal. Like, vocals mm-hmm. don't indicate a good worship leader. Mm-hmm. But it, can you lead the room? Like, is the room willing to go on a journey yeah. with you? And every time you led, I felt like the room was willing to go on a journey with you. And literally, Garrett just kind of just kind of taught me everything I knew about leading worship in a white space. And I think I put a little bit of who I was and mix it together and it got me pretty far. Like, and I don't even think I would be doing this podcast mm-hmm. if it wasn't for just my journey and leading me to this moment. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that you were very transformational in my life. And the cool part about you is that you just didn't teach me things. Like you really became my friend. Yeah. 
And a lot of times people teach you things, but like they don't become your friend. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the reason why I could learn from you and grow from you was because you show like not only did you teach me, but you were willing to be my friend. You cared about me. And because you cared about me, I wanted to learn from you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when people saw when, when I became a, a worship pastor for that season, I think a lot of it was what I had learned from you and how I saw you lead others, because I thought I mean, I think you lead others extremely well. And well, I appreciate that. Yeah, and, I, and I'm shocked you don't work at a church today. But <laughs> I do I do volunteer at my church, but I think my calling looks more like teaching at the moment. But that might yeah. change. That you might never, change. Yeah. But no, I think, you know, worship was definitely like the foundation. That's where we started. Yeah. But there wasn't really much relationship other than, you know, we meet together, yeah. we sing. But it was cool how that could grow into a relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't think we would have became friends Without yeah. that, yeah, without being the, music, the first yeah. part, yeah, exactly. And I learned just as much from you. I mean, I tell you this all the time that I think you are one of the best people I know at leading diverse groups. You know, you can make everybody feel connected and everybody feel, um, you know, ready to follow you, especially yeah. in a worship setting. And that's that's a difficult thing to do, especially in you know churches where you have such a diverse yeah. group of people. So God is good. God is good. God is kind. Yeah. And I can't believe you're not leaving worship too. I mean, yeah. praise God. Maybe yeah. one day again. Maybe in due one time. day. Yeah. In due time. In due season. You know, seasons. It's seasons. And I always say this, and I, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, but when God has caught, when God has given you a gift, when it's time for it to come forth, it will come forth. Mm -hmm. You don't got to beg nobody. You ain't got to bang on doors. You ain't got to. If it's your time, it will happen. Yeah. I literally, I always talk about how I went to a PJ Morton concert, my favorite artist, since I'm freaking 12 years old. And somehow I got a mic to sing. That's mm -hmm. crazy, and so yeah. I just believe when you have a gift, God will make room for you. God will bring you before yeah. great men. You don't got to search. You ain't got to knock. You just be you. Do what you're supposed to do. And if you're supposed to sing, I will sing again. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not, God will make me okay mm -hmm. with not doing it again. But I know I'm going to sing again. Mm -hmm. I know. There's a there's still song or bullshit it say K. And one thing I can say about uh Nehemiah is, man, I remember just trying to figure out my life and like doing ministry, not sure if I should be doing it. And I did some crazy things. And that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I went to I, I've been to some crazy places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have lived. Yes, I have <laughs> And I could confide in Neo, and he would never say nothing. Like, you would never. And I call him, if you're listening to it on audio, you're probably like, who is Neo? Nehemiah. It's just, like, shorter for Neo. Yeah. But, I mean, y'all should Nehemiah. But, you know, if you're listening, <laughs> you might not be following. Because I know sometimes it get hard sometimes. But it was really cool to have a friend that would be honest with me. Be like, you probably should not be doing that. Like, not your best decision, but willing enough to, like, let me confide in you and be like, man, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm I'm always grateful for that because sometimes when you're when you're fucking up or you're just trying to figure stuff out, mm -hmm. you don't really want to be judged. You don't need right. to be judged because that's not going to change you. It don't, it but don't you help. need somebody you can be honest with and be like, hey, like if you're gonna be doing that, be wise or this this this. And I'm grateful that I had a friend that when I was trying to figure out my life and I was out there in the streets being wild, a friend helping me being wise because I could probably have a. And I don't know if you would agree, but I think one of the things I've learned from you is healthy confrontation, mm -hmm. what that looks like, oh, what, yes. how that is. That's that's something that was difficult for me. It still is difficult for me. I shy away from confrontation. But, Neo, you are one of the best people I know at being able to have healthy disagreements and he dialogue. He to be confrontational. <laughs> I do love it. That's the problem. I do love it. That's the I problem? Do, yeah. <laughs> I, do, I just think there's a way because a lot of people – So. 
Just talk about me. I'm, I'm gonna talk, <laughs> talk about, about me. I'm not he afraid. He used to do this. He used to do this. But and I'm used, probably still working through it. He probably still working through it. But you can you can let me know. He used to say, "Well, I'm just being real." You know, I mean, it might come off as hurtful or it might come off, yeah. you know, a, a, as a, offensive to somebody. And yeah. I always used to say being real, you don't being real doesn't mean you have to be an yeah. ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, being real, you can still be kind and be authentic and real. Yeah. That is just a harder way to communicate. And that's not something that we have learned to do. Mm-hmm. We, we see being real as direct and abrasive and to the point and not caring about other people's feelings. That, to me, that's not how I want to roll because when I am being honest and real, I want a response. Yep. Right? So when I when I, when I I say, oh, you this, you that, you just need to blah, 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 that person is not going to respond in the way that I would need for us to have a actual conversation about the matter at hand. Yeah. So I tried to find ways to communicate what's real, um, in different ways. So, so yeah. Well, if you're watching this podcast right now, what can you do? You should screenshot however you are watching it and share it on your social media. Yeah, right now on Instagram. Share it right now. Come on, because I'm saying some good stuff, and my co-hosts are too. Share it. Let people know you're watching it, because guess what? That's how the podcast gets spread to everybody, because what we believe, Jesus is for everybody. Now go back to the episode. Period. Period. That's yeah. it. And I, and I used to be like that, I think, also. I think also, like, when you're trying to, I think, so much of my life before, I think, who I am today, I was just covering and trying to hide so much stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that I was so quick to tell people about themselves because I didn't really want to deal with myself. Correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I was pointing the finger mm-hmm. because I didn't want to deal with what was in front of me. Right. Correct. But once I, deal, once I dealt with what was in front of me, I think I started to look at the world with more compassion and understanding. That's the goal. You know, and I think once you be, get on the other side of a lot of things, like when you're not the people's favorite or when you're not doing what everybody wants you to do, you realize, like, oh, like I should have more grace. Yes. I should have more understanding Always. for other people. Always. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Well, I'm glad y'all came to my, my little podcast. Yes. We're well, happy to be here. You happy say, to be and here. you can say it's not little. Probably, it's not no, little. Yeah. It's not little. Big, Big podcast. podcast. Big podcast. <laughs> oh, 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 shout out. Yeah. It's room to grow podcast. <laughs> See, I'm the friend that's going to tell you, like, I want you to really encourage me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you what I need. He, yeah, he, he'll tell you when he need affirmation. Uh, I, I like that. I like affirmation. I, and yeah, I like you that you it. tell me. Yeah, yeah you know. What you need. And even, you know, with just my friends. I like affirmation from my man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord or whoever you with. Whoever you know, it if, is. If, I'm, if I'm hitting a spot right, hey, let, let me know. Let me know. know. Let me know. <laughs> let me know. All right, y'all. What I'm going to tell y'all, I would like to thank my sponsors and my co-hosts. Remind you to like, comment, and subscribe. I want to thank Claiborne Urban Loops. Remember to subscribe and share. And then you can give and receive. This podcast ain't free. Hallelujah. You want more episodes, I need more money, okay? And that's all Black Lives Matter. All right, till the next time, follow us on NSFC Podcast. And remember, Jesus is for everybody, 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 everybody. Even my messing up lyric self in Jesus' name. It's no why you want to care. I know the lyrics, but he loves me. He- <laughs>